Hi, are you sick and tired of paying hundreds of dollars a month for cable or dish? GNR TV is your answer. These guys have an incredible 100% legal product that is a cord cutter's dream. For as low as $25 a month, you will get over 400 HD channels, including all major sports packages, pay-per-views, premium movies, and entertainment. To get started, all you need is a streaming device, such as an Amazon Fire Stick, internet, and a desire to save a ton of cash. No contracts, no credit checks, no hidden fees. I myself have been a subscriber, and I must say, this service is amazing. To learn more, search GNR TV on Facebook or Instagram, and I will also be posting a link on my pages to check out on my podcast website. Lastly, for first-time subscribers, use promo code SIRS30 to save $5 for your first month. GNR TV, streaming done right. Let's get slicing and dicing with Sir Sturdy Horror fans. On this podcast, you will hear me and a guest do some movie reviews, random funny horror chats, and whatever else comes to mind. So tune in, kick back, relax, and always remember, I'll see you in your nightmares. Well, just Jason's mask. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Horror with Star Story. I have the great JV with me. JV, how's it going, man? Everything's good. It's all good. We're a couple weeks away from the big event, and uh, everybody's excited. <laughs> excited is like an understatement, in my opinion. For me, this year, my brother's flying out from Colorado to come to it, help me with the, help me with the podcast table. My wife's coming, and she's from out in the Rochester area, so her sister's coming, her brother-in-law's coming. And then her nephew's also coming. So that's going to be kind of cool. It'll be their first. Wow. First, it'll be their first kind of experience, you know, her side of the family. So that'll be really cool. It'll be really fun. And this year, I'm going to tell you, JV, we did the, we're staying in the same hotel that the con's going to be at. So me, my brother, and my wife are doing the VIP. I got that already. I got everything I needed for ScareCon. So now it's just the waiting game for me. Well, there's nothing better than actually staying on site because that means you don't have to worry about anything. You can just enjoy yourself and, uh, um, you know, just jump to your room when you need to. And it's really the best way to enjoy the con. So that's awesome. That's great. I agree with you 100%. I mean, last year when it was at the Turning Stone, we stayed at a Super 8, which wasn't too far, maybe five miles. But still, with the, mainly with the VIP thing, that like, you know, the VIP party part of it. That right there alone, I feel, is just worth staying there. You don't have to worry about drinking and driving. Somebody being, that, somebody being a designated driver, everybody can have a good time. And like you said, go to the room and relax whenever you feel like you need to get off your feet for a little bit, and, you know. Yeah, you know, um, the parties are a big part of the event, and it's just nice to be able to go and not have to worry about driving home or whatever. The nice thing about it, being in downtown Rochester, is that anybody who uh, lives in the area can Uber in or whatever, and that's mm -hmm. not going to be too difficult, as opposed to Turning Stone, it, that really wasn't an option for a lot of people. Yeah. So this that'll make that a little bit easier. You know, the best way to enjoy it is to stay with us right at the hotel, but if you can't do that, you're still going to have a great time without question. 100%, 100%. I've been going for the past few years. Last year was the first year with the podcast, but I, every single time I had a really good time, 
last year was smaller than usual, but I knew the weekend it was and the scheduling and all that stuff, which wasn't on your, it wasn't on you guys. So I understand the move. I'm excited for the move. I'm excited for the new experience and a new place. I feel like, I don't know about this year, but I feel like going forward, it's going to be a lot bigger than it ever was at the Turning Stone. And it's closer to Buffalo. I know there's a lot of horror fans out in Buffalo. They only have like an hour drive. Rochester's a bigger city. And I just, I think it's going to be a great move overall. Well, I, we think so too. And, you know, just so people know, you know, a lot of people have said, why, why not Turning Stone? We loved going to Turning Stone. And, hey, Turning Stone's a wonderful place. It's got so much to do, so much going on. But we had a couple of hurdles that we kept having to jump to remain there. And many of those hurdles kind of hurt our guests and our celebrity guests as well, and even the vendors. Uh, so we had to look at it all. One of the things is we weren't getting our choice of weekends. Uh, another one of the things is that the room rates were so high, and in many cases the casino would sell out and people wouldn't be able to get rooms. Um, and our vendors, you know, had a tough time with the rates the way the way they were because they were, you know, they're approaching 300 bucks a night. I mean, that's a lot of money to spend for a convention hotel. So uh, we had to look at all of that and say, you know what, we need to make a move here and do what's right for our attendees, our celebrity guests, and our vendors and uh, I think we did that with the Rochester move. You're, you you said a lot there. You said it's close to Buffalo. It is. That's a great horror community. It's bigger uh, community in itself in Rochester, which is also a great horror community. Mm-hmm. So I think you're right. I think we've just planted the seed for Scarecon to uh, to grow pretty uh, quickly and exponentially. I'm again. I'm so excited for. It. I, we even did uh, my brother and I. We got the photo up with uh, Arthur Clown in full costume. We did the photo up with Felissa Rose. So that's going to be. Real cool, too. First time we ever did, like, a photo op thing, so that's going to be different, new for us. I tell you, one of the one of the most viewed videos that we've ever posted on our social media sites is the video that we posted from Scaricon New England of Art the Clown walking to the photo op in costume. Uh, David Howard Thornton, of course, the actor who played Art the Clown in the movie Terrifier. He, you know, when he puts that makeup on, he's completely in character. Just like the film, he doesn't say a word. Everything is done in pantomime. And uh, when we filmed, uh, took a video of him walking to that photo op and posted it on social media, we've gotten, um, I don't know, something close to 50,000 views on that. And uh, it still remains our, our highest viewed video. So people really love that character, Art the Clown. That's so cool. I'm, I'm like, I just can't wait to get out there, get my table set up, and hopefully get to record with some random horror fans. And depending on how strong the internet is there with the Wi-Fi, I'm going to try to go live, and I will tag Scarecon in my horror page just, you know, to help get the views and all that good stuff. But yeah, it's going to be – I know it's going to be a good time. Yeah, you know, we've got so much going on this year, and I was actually just doing some work on the uh, the film festival component, and uh, we've got some really, really cool films that are going to be premiered at Scaricon during the film festival, which is all part of your admission, as you know. Um, you know, you, you buy a ticket for the event, not only do you get to meet the celebrities, you get to go to the, see the vendors, the panel discussions, uh, the parties, but you also get to go into the film screenings for the film festival part, and uh, we premiere a lot of neat stuff. I'm I'm really excited about this year's crop of uh, film festival entries. I'm definitely going to have to check out these films because when we talked back in June, you're telling me about this film fest. This is the first time. Well, at the time, it was the first time I heard of it. I'm like, what the hell? I didn't know about this. <laughs> so I'm definitely going to be checking these films out, and you know. I'm I'm real excited for that because I love seeing I love seeing like a fan made film or you know a lower budget type of film that 
not a not a big studio. A fan fans yeah. whoever made these films with their budget or the Indiegogo budget, whatever the case may be, but they. They put their hard work into something that they wanted to do. I love seeing that type of stuff. They, yeah, they put their heart into those types of films, and they're not—they can't rely on um, you know CGI or any of these you know high production value tricks to keep people's attention. So they have to do it in their craft. They have to keep people's attention by writing a good story, by uh, you know using good filming techniques, by pulling more from the actors, and all of those things combined. To make those films, the ones that we feature at the uh, film festival and any independent film of that nature, mm-hmm. uh, really, uh, to be some of the best work that you can see. I, I personally would rather sit and watch one of those than than a you know a big Hollywood uh, produced film. I'm I'm with you on that. Now, don't get me wrong; I still love the big Hollywood budgets, but I just I love seeing a fan go through with their dream of making that movie, creating that awesome. I'm saying horror because, you know, it's a horror convention, but that awesome horror movie and just the excitement they get from, like, just from the few I've had on here, just the excitement they get from discussing their movie or you watching their movie and just going to cons and all that. When I go to cons, my brother and I will go try to buy at least one or two independent horror movies from, you know, from the people that the vendors or whatever, and we'll go up to them, hey, can you please sign this? And they they just seem so shocked, and I, I don't get it because I'm like, they're like, you want my autograph? I'm like, you're in the movie, right? Or you had something to do, you directed this movie, right? Yeah, of course I want your autograph. You did this beautiful art. I, I want you to sign this. I'd be honored if you would sign this for me. They're just, it's so cool how humble they all are about it. And they're just, I don't know. Yeah, I know you're absolutely right. In a lot of cases, they're just um, surprised anybody is interested in their work. I mean, that's that's kind of the level they're at at this point. They, they're, they're trying to become noticed. They're trying to become known. And uh, like we said, they put their heart and soul into the film, into making the film. And when people start to pay attention, they are just, uh, you know, overjoyed. And that's another part that makes it very, very special. Now, is there going to be any other guest announcements between now and Scarecon, or not? Uh, not really. We've got a couple of things that are in the works and may or may not happen. Um, so I hesitate to say anything because we're, oh, geez, we're, you know, yeah. what, just about three weeks out, a little less. And um, so I don't want to tease anything that might not happen. But pay attention to our Facebook page. And if anything comes around, we will certainly be posting it there. Oh, I definitely will. I'm checking that thing out every single freaking day. Like, oh, man, what's, what's, what's going on? What's going on? Who's coming? It's just, I don't know. It's, it's like a kid in a candy store when I go to these cons. I can't <laughs> help myself. Yeah, no, it is for all, many people, um, you know, especially when or community. These conventions, these gatherings of fans and celebrities and vendors and and, um, and just the people that just have a passion for this uh, are where you know most of us would rather spend most of our time. And mm-hmm. it is that kid in a candy store feeling because you're amongst people who appreciate the same things you do. You're amongst people who made the things that you really enjoy watching. And um, there's no better place to be, especially as we get close to Halloween. What a great spot. Yeah, you guys have, like, the perfect weekend. It's mid-October. There's not going to be too many Halloween parties going on. I'm not sure about how, whatever, what other horror cons are going on, but there's, I don't think there's too much going on, at least close by, which hurt us last year. And I'm, <laughs> and I just think it's so cool. And I'm real excited about this film fest. We, I definitely want to grab my behind a seat and watch as many of these films as I can besides, you know, doing panels and promoting the podcast as much as possible. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, and and you're right too. There aren't. Uh, I think there might be other a couple other conventions happening around the country, but nothing that's anywhere close to us. And uh, also, the uh, weekend is perfect. It's a week and a half or so away from Halloween itself, almost two weeks away from Halloween itself. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't interfere with that stuff. But yet, everybody's in the right mood. Everybody's in the right uh, frame of mind. And um, you know, we get it. We get a few thousand people into this uh, hotel in this convention area, and it's going to be a raucous party. We're all going to have a great time. Yeah, I'm. How, now, what the VIP party? How long is that? Can you explain the that? Part, the, yeah, the party is scheduled. It's that's the Friday night party. And just to be clear, you need a VIP ticket to attend this party. The VIP party has live music. All the celebrities will be there. Uh, there'll be an open bar. Um, and this is an opportunity really to sit and or stand and talk and party directly with the celebrities. I mean, there's no better way to have that conversation or get that picture that you want to have or get than doing it at the VIP party, a drink or two in the celebrities, they loosen up a little bit. Everybody's having a really good time. So that starts, I think it's 10 o'clock Friday night after the the convention floor closes Mm -hmm. and it goes until midnight. Now it'll probably go later than that. But uh, the scheduled time is 10 p.m. to midnight. Well, I'll be there for every single second of that. <laughs> That's going to be really fun. And again, it's going to be my first time for this whole VIP thing. So I'm definitely going to have a good time with that. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, like I said, it's it's the perfect place to uh, to really get to know some of these these celebrities because they like it too. They, um, in fact, you know, many of the celebrities leave Scarecon saying, wow, I, I've been to a lot of VIP parties, but that's the best. That's the best one I've ever been to. And it's because of the way we structure it, and it's because of the atmosphere we bring into it. That's what I like to hear. That's what I love to hear, actually. Now, do you attend these VIPs, too? I do. I'm in and out. Um, you know, obviously, there's a lot going on during the course of the weekend, so I'm always taking care of uh, issues because they come up all the time. Especially this year, I just expect because it's a new facility for us that you know we'll be encountering things that we didn't expect. But I'll be in there, certainly make an appearance, hang out, and um, you know, uh, hang and you know, rub shoulders with some people. Uh, I enjoy that party very much myself. It's just a question how much other, how many other things have to be taken care of. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now, JV. I will be looking for you to have at least one drink or one sip with you, <laughs> at the very least. You, you got it. I, we'll, we'll make that plan for sure. Thank you. That's that's just my that's my big request. Is there <laughs> is in. there going to be a I'm lot in. of um, podcasters this year? Um, you know what? I don't know what the count is. Okay. Um, Alex uh, handles that stuff for me, but we have a lot of interest from the podcast community because we support the podcast community. We think it's one of the most important parts of what we do. And uh, so we always have a great turnout of podcasters. Plus, we've got some YouTubers and, you know, there's kind of there's kind of some interchanging there, but we've got some YouTubers coming. And we're going to do, actually, one thing I would want to mention because this, this is a podcast, the... Um, We've got two YouTube stars coming, uh, James J. A. Janice and Chelsea Rebecca from the Kill Count YouTube show, and also they do Dead Meat Podcast. These guys uh, have been very, very successful, and one of the things they're going to be doing at Scaricon is they're going to be giving a couple of panel discussions that are related to helping people f- figure out how to promote and, and have a successful YouTube show or podcast. These two have done it. 
They've got over 3 million subscribers on, on YouTube. Um, they have a tremendous following on social media. Their podcast is one of the top-rated podcasts. They know what they're doing, and they're going to help share some of that wisdom with people who are looking to get an edge in uh, in the craft, You know, whether, whether they're on YouTube or whether they're doing a traditional podcast, whatever it happens to be. This is something I'm very, very excited about because, as you know, I'm involved in the media as well, mm-hmm. and I want to hear what these guys have to say because they've done it really well. Oh, you're you're not the only one. Trust me on that. As soon as I seen that, I was like, I told my wife, I was like, I'm I'm gonna have to try to sit in on sit in on this panel and soak up as much knowledge as I can because I have the podcast going and I'm working on my YouTube channel. Like I've done a few videos here and there. I'm actually gonna do one after this interview, so it'd be good for me to kind of soak in that knowledge and learn some more from them because they obviously know a lot and just you know see some things I can work on. So that'll be real good. Yeah, I think it's going to, I'm excited about it. It's not horror per se, but man, it's, um, it's going to be really interesting. And I hope, I hope people see the value in it because I, I certainly do. Oh, definitely. And I mean, it helps you, like you're saying, I know it's not horror, but it helps you with any genre of what you're doing for YouTube slash podcasting. It's going to help you either way. You're, it's pretty much the same steps, just a different genre. That's it. Yep, exactly. So that'll be, that'll be really good to learn and real refreshing to learn some new things, some new tips. Yeah, and they're going to also do. Um, this is going to be fun too because you know their their kill count program. If you haven't seen it on YouTube, is um, it's, it's like a twenty minute uh, summary of a classic horror film. Yep. And they add they add jokes and commentary. They do a really really good job with it, and they're going to do a live version of kill count at Scaricon. Now it's going to be a full film and they're going to do just do comments and commentary during the entire film. Okay. Uh, they haven't told me which film it's going to be yet, but it promises to be funny, ex- exciting, um, and just a really, really good time. And it's, it's a, it's the first time they've ever done it live and it's a first for Scaricon. So this is going to be a pretty big deal. That's awesome. That's really cool. And me as a podcaster, I got to thank you guys at Scaricon for what you do for us. I, I love it. I love how you guys have us coming there and all that stuff with the media passes. And it's just, I appreciate it so much because it helps me get out there and promote myself as well as helping, you know, promote, promote Scaricon. But I get to mingle with, as you say, thousands of people that in face-to-face, not just through social media, like the face-to-face meetings, they can come up to the table, you know, grab some business cards or whatever. Um, yeah, and, and it's important that we all help help each other yeah. out. I mean, that's kind of the way I look at it. And, of course, you know I've been a broadcaster um, since I was 16 years old, so uh, I have a soft spot in my heart for this industry. Um, but we have to help each other out, whether we're filmmakers or whether we're podcasters or whether we're vendors or whatever it is, we all kind of got to band together and uh, help each other get the word out. And we think that's really important. That's why we help do this and uh we appreciate the fact that on the other side of it people are helping us like you having this program helping us get the word out oh definitely i enjoy it too like it's i have so much fun discussing horror promoting horror anything to do with horror it's just it's fun it's rewarding it's just it's you i never thought that i'd be able to just sit down and talk to people that i've never met in my life and probably some people i'll never see face to face about a horror movie or a horror movie that they're making and have a great time with it and record it. And then not only that, but then to have people go ahead and listen to me talk about this with other people. Never thought that yeah, happened. I know. I know. It's, it, it, I, I feel the same way in a lot of respects. Um, 
that's one thing that's really cool about first of all the podcast community because if you were if you wanted to have a show on Netflix talking about this stuff they'd tell you to go away because mm-hmm. not enough people are interested in it but because we you know the, the, we can go online we can we can go through podcasts or we can go through YouTube we can find the thousands of people that love this stuff and uh, build a community that way so it's a real godsend um, you know and, and I just want to say one more thing about our vendors too because I keep talking about them. The vendors are so important. So many of these guys go to conventions. Sure, they do it because it's a business, but they do it because they love it. I'll tell you, you know, on a good day, they walk out with a couple of bucks in their pockets if they're lucky. On, uh, you know, normal, normally they're happy if they can at least break even because they just want to be part of it. And from a convention perspective, they bring so much uh, flavor to the the event. They bring. Um, a, a, a visual they bring uh, an energy an electric energy and a flavor to every convention and we really really appreciate our, our vendor community oh, i agree 100 percent. as a matter of fact what i did last year and i'm probably going to do it again this year depending on my funds and how my spending goes but I, I usually i usually try to buy a couple things from the vendors besides getting the autographs and all that but i'll buy like a, um like last year i think i bought a shirt and then when i went on a panel I showed people the shirt, and they're like, hey, where'd you get that from? I was like, oh, such and such vendor. Go check them out. Like, I, I don't mind yeah. doing I love doing stuff like that because I know it helps. It, doing stuff like that helps the little guy, and it's easy to do that. And then I get what I like about this and what I'm doing with this podcast. Is I've had so many guests come on my podcast. I've listened to episodes, and they're just like, your podcast is so fun because it's just like a couple of friends sitting down, talking about horror, having a couple beers. It doesn't even feel like an interview or anything like that. I'm like, that's. That was my goal with this podcast when I had people on, just a, com- a comfortable atmosphere. So usually when I have people on at first, like I did with you, I'll talk to them for a couple minutes first, sometimes five, ten minutes, let them get comfortable with it, which I know you're comfortable with recording. But others, you know, they're, they're not comfortable with recording yet, so let them get comfortable with it, let them get acclimated and kind of laid back and then just go on with it. And they're just like, that was so easy. This is really fun. I'm like, yeah, this is how it is. I don't, I don't try to make the interview uncomfortable, like tough and all that. That doesn't make sense. I just try to have a good time with it. Well, you do a good job. You do it. It's very relaxed and it's very comfortable. And I think that's real, that's important, for, particularly for people who don't do it often. Um, and and makes it makes it easy to listen to. It makes the the person who wants to get the information and listen to it uh, comfortable as well. So it's a good approach. I appreciate that. And this is coming from somebody who knows what he's doing. <laughs> so I greatly appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I, I I can't talk enough about the the couple of reunions that we've got going on at Scarecon mm-hmm. this time around, and the Phantasm reunion is one of the biggest because, with the exception of of Angus Scrim who passed away, we've got pretty much the entire cast. That's awesome. Of Phantasm going to be there, which is really really cool. Um, and they're such great people. I've gotten to know them very very well. And they're just awesome people. And uh, in addition to that, you mentioned Art the Clown. Well, we have, um, I think, let me see. We've got Damian Leone, who's the writer-director of Terrifier, mm-hmm. and the makeup artist, by the way. Um, Art the Clown, who's David Howard Thornton. We have uh, Jenna Cannell, who played, um, I'm trying to remember the character's name, but she was the, the main girl in the film who, yep. I'm not going to give away what happens to her. Um, we had Samantha Scafidi, who is also one of the main actresses. And she actually just canceled on us because she has to uh, go to L.A. to do some work, which we understand. Um, but we have somebody else that's going to be taking her place. I just can't announce it yet. And then we've got um, 
uh, three of the other actors, they played uh, smaller parts. One of them was one of the maintenance guys, and then two of them were the cops that uh, that capture Art the Clown at the end and shoot him. Um, so we've got a, almost the entire cast of Terrifier that's going to be there. In addition, we've got uh, Doug Bradley, who's Pinhead from the Hellraiser movies, and Ashley Lawrence, also uh, starred in the first two Hellraiser films. So we and, it, and, then, and then, of course, the list goes on from there. But we've yep. got a tremendous collection of uh, celebrity guests this time around. And the beautiful thing about it, and this is what is so important to me, is every one of these guests will take the time to talk, to uh, chat, to shake hands, to do do whatever, because they want to be with us. And they'll be at the parties, and they'll be at the bar, and they'll be wherever, um, and they will engage with the fans. So the people that want to meet them will leave really, truly having met them, and really, truly feeling like they finally they know this person, and they've develop some kind of friendship or relationship with this with this celebrity and it's that experience that Scaricon works so very very hard to achieve because I don't I don't see a whole lot of value in having some giant celebrity where you wait seven hours in line to get an autograph and they don't even look up from the table when they sign sign the autograph I don't see any value in that that's not the kind of experience I want I go for the one where I can stand there and I can talk to whoever it is for you know five ten minutes and have a real conversation about their work, my interest in their work, and the fact that they're everybody here is 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 a human and everybody is equal. I I see now. For, coming from a fan's perspective of going to these cons, I can say right now, you're not selling a story. You're not bullshitting at all because every single year I go to these cons, I'm ending up having conversations with damn near every single celebrity. One that really, <clears throat> I'll say more than one. A couple that really stand out to me: Amanda Wiss last year. Talked to her quite a few times, and I actually met her up here in Albany at a con about a year ago before uh, ScareCon. And she remembered me, my wife and I, which was just amazing because they see so oh, many wow. different faces and she remembered us. Yeah. Felissa Rose, every time I see her, she's so freaking friendly. You can talk to her for, you could talk to her for the whole freaking con. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, she's so can. nice. You can. She's actually really good at doing that, too. Yeah. <laughs> she's so nice. She is, and she's, she's another. Awesome. She's another one where, like, um, we met her at Scarecon. Me, and my brothers, and I went there. Was it two years ago? Because she wasn't there last year. Got her autograph probably a couple of times. Got different things signed. Walked past her table, and she was just, you know, hi Aaron, hi Henry, hi Rob, and wave us over, come talk to her. For a line was, you know, for line was dead. And um, another one last October was Ken Sagos. <clears throat> him, me, and him were joking around from Friday to Sunday. Like he would, he would just come. Anytime you see me walk past my past his table, Aaron, hey, come over here, man. Come hang out with me for a little bit. Come sit, come talk to me for a little bit. And this, oh, wow. this is even if fans are coming up to the table. Me and him will be cracking jokes. He's still he's still it you know inter- or talking with the other fans and signing autographs. But he'd, me and him will be cracking jokes back and forth and just having people walking by the table dying laughing and stuff. I'm like this guy is so cool. And what what really makes me stand out about him. One, I bought him some fried chicken, which was delicious, and he, he believed me. You know, I told him I'd get some, some. I got him some. He ate it. He loved it. But uh, I can't remember if it was Friday or Saturday. I want to say it was Saturday. I was talking to him. I was letting him know I was a podcaster, and I had, you know, I, he didn't know what it was at the time, so I explained it to him. And then um, my wife was over there, and she was like, hey, she was like, is there any way that you'd be able to call my brother-in-law because he lives out in Colorado and he couldn't make it. And Fright, or sorry, Nightmare on Elm Street is his favorite franchise. Part three is his favorite one of the of the franchise. 
He's like, yeah, of course. So he was on, um, my brother was on his like 15 minute break. Can't talk to him for like his whole break for the most part. And called him from my phone, talked to him. My brother was so freaking happy about that. <laughs> That's awesome. And then, uh, he took, he was like, Hey, he was like, so what, he was like, so what do you, you know, where's your equipment? Where's your, where are you set up at for my podcast? He was like, Give me about a half hour. I'll come over and I can record you for about a half hour. And he came over there and kept his word. And there's pictures of it, which I probably got to reshare. But my wife was taking pictures of it and posted it in our group. And I believe she tagged Scarecon in it from last year. So he came and talked to me, which it meant a lot to me because he could have been just sitting there at his table signing autographs. But he decided to get up, come over there and talk with me, and then go back to his table. And I was I was so appreciative of that. I love stuff like that. And I just feel... The atmosphere at Scaricon. I'm not saying everybody would do that, but they will take the time out to talk with their fans for an extra few minutes or whatever. Ari Lehman's another one, real nice guy. Just these are just some ones. They're everybody who I've interacted with at Scaricon, as far as talking to them, getting their autographs. I've had a great experience with them all. Talk to them. And another thing I love about this con is a lot of these places. Like a lot of them. Like there's some movies I wasn't really familiar with that my friends or my brother or whoever was familiar with. And they'll sign their autograph, and they'll still say, hey, you, you want a picture? Even if you're not getting an autograph, hey, you want to take a picture? Um, I think that's really cool. Just just like, um, who was one? Rest in peace to Sid Haig. I, I, and I'm kicking myself even more now for not getting his autograph, because he only charges like 10 bucks. I don't know if I was low on cash or what the case may be, but I know I took a picture with him. I took a picture with Ed Neal, and my brother's got, my one brother, Rob, got hit both of their autographs at the time. I just think stuff like that is really cool. Yeah. Well, you've you've just defined uh, what we love about being able to present Scaricon the way it is. If if you can't leave Scaricon with a one, two, three, ten stories like that, you you haven't done it right because we designed the convention to be able to generate those kinds of stories, and and you've defined it perfectly. Oh, that's that's not even the half of it. It, it. I just had so much fun there. The freaking oh my god, being on the panels, that was a blast i got to be on see i'm a big friday the 13th fan that's my favorite franchise part seven is now my favorite friday the 13th movie and you guys had the cast from friday the 13th part seven there last year and i actually got to be on that panel and run that panel oh man I, i'm surprised i didn't pass out my damn seat <laughs> if, i'll tell you this and this is no disrespect to everybody that was up there on the stage with me but if kane hotter was there I might have passed out. I'm like, all right, this this is just this is just overwhelming. This is too much. JV, I can't handle this. <laughs> but it was just so cool. Like they were all so friendly, so nice, joking around and everything. Just had a good time. They made it real comfortable. Like I wasn't I wasn't nervous. Not real nervous being up there. Maybe a little bit just because I was up there with them. Because I did. I was on other panels that weekend. Like I was on the podcast panel, which was that Friday, and the Friday 13th panel was that Saturday. And then we did. Um, the Halloween panel, which was in one of those rooms for the Rob Zombie's Halloween thing. But that was easier because it was just me and two friends and a room full of people. But when I'm up there with the stars, I'm like, all right, this is a little different. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is a different feeling. And it can be a little intimidating at times. I mean, a little bit, right? Yeah, it was, but they made it so comfortable. Like, they made it easy to go through. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like, I wasn't up there, like, shaking, not knowing what to say. It was just... They they made it work. They really made it work. And from my experience of going to these cons, you guys get the people with the right personalities that just draw us fans in and really, like, you know, they really take the time. Even if they're, like, walking around, they'll stop and talk with fans. 
which I thought was amazing. They'll stop talking with fans, take pictures with fans. Not every con's like that. I've had, I've had some people, which I'll tell you off the air, they just were not like that. <laughs> they were real, like, they were yeah. assholes pretty much. And I, it rubbed me the wrong way because the movie that they were in, I was a fan of, but not a huge fan of. But I was just like, you can't, just because you're not at your, like, pretty much, I'll tell you what they said. But again, I'll tell you off air who it was. One of my brothers walked, just happened to walk by and walk into him, just walking around, and he was like, "Hey, how's it going?" And the guy said pretty much verbatim, "If you want to talk with me or anything or take a picture with me, come to my table and pay for an autograph, and then you can talk." Oh to me. man, yeah. And I was like, yeah, "Cool." You know what? Fuck that. I'm not even going over there. I'm nope. I don't care. That rubs me the wrong way. I don't care who it is. Because yeah, know, that's not cool. That's not cool. Not at all. But. You know, we still we had an amazing time either way. I was just like, all right, well, just screw it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that ultimately hurts that person more than anybody. Oh, it does. I've, I've said it on other podcasts, but I'm going to be professional on this one. <laughs> but I, like I said, I'll tell you <laughs> off the air. But, um, yeah, overall, though, the past few years I've been going to the con, I've had a great, great time. Got more <laughs> last year. I got more people following my podcast. And that, that was like the, I started my podcast last January. And October, so that October con, I was still real new with it. I'm going into my second year now, this past, this coming January. Wow. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> really yeah. Just wow. Yeah, it's good stuff. And I'm glad, I'm glad to hear you say all these things because it just it reaffirms for me that the things that we've set out to do and the things we were working very, very hard to do um, are working. And, you know, when you talk about those experiences, and I've had many, many other conversations with other attendees who have talked about those types of experiences, um, you know, that's what really puts a smile on my face. Um, I don't do this for a financial gain because there's not one year has there been a, a even break even, let alone um, any kind of gain. Um, I don't do this because I'm looking to make myself important. I do this because I'm a fan as well, and um, I know the kind of experiences that I enjoy. And that's the kind of experiences I want every attendee of Scaricon to enjoy. I appreciate that. I really do. Because it's just, I'm glad that you're really in, you're in it for the fans and for the love of horror. You're not in it, as you just said, you don't make much off it if you don't, if, if breaking even. You're in it for the love of it. You're not in it to just, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this, get these celebrities here. And I'm just trying to do this to get, you know, get a, an ass load of money. It's like, no, I'm, I really, I'm really passionate about this. You're really passionate about the genre and the fans, and the experience, which is great. It's, it make, that's what makes the kind even more, more welcoming and a lot better, in my opinion. Just stuff like that. Yeah, and that's, and that's the whole point. And, and, and then you add to that all the other things that we've got going on, the panel discussions, the parties, the vendors, the, um, you know, the socializing, the costume contest, the cosplay, all of that stuff just is all icing on the cake. If you ask me, as long as you can leave with a, a good story about a celebrity you wanted to meet, which you will. So it all comes together. And again, October 18th to the 20th is our weekend this year in Rochester, New York at the Rochester Riverside Hotel. It's our first year there. It's a great facility and uh, everything can be found right on the website at scaricon.com. Yes. <clears throat> I'm, I can't wait. Now, with the um, I do have a question. The Saturday night event. What is what does that entail? We missed it last year. I think we were just exhausted. The Saturday night event has gone a bit of a, through a bit of an evolution. Uh, 
we have in the past had a band, uh, which is a great band, by the way, uh, by the name of Pop Rocks. They're an 80s tribute band. A lot of fun. They sound great. Um, and it's just a, it's the party that's open to all attendees as opposed to the Friday night party, which is VIPs. Okay. Um, so the Saturday night party's for everybody. This year, because it was such a success when we did it in New England at the uh, at this show in Framingham, Massachusetts, we are going to have a DJ with uh, with what we call karaoke or karaoke. And one of the reasons we we had such a great time with this last June is because David Howard Thornton, the actor that plays Art, Art the Clown, is a karaoke fanatic. He loves karaoke. And he will steal the show, I promise you, um, at the karaoke thing. But it gets everybody involved. We had a lot of celebrities jumping up on stage doing karaoke, which surprised me. Um, it shouldn't have, but it did surprise me a little bit. And it was just a tremendous amount of fun. So the Saturday night party is for every Scaricon attendee, regardless of which what ticket you bought. And, um, you know, the, it's cash bar. There's uh, DJ, karaoke, and uh, there'll be several hundred people there, probably maybe if not a thousand, and it'll be a great time. Sounds good to me. Sounds real good to me. <clears throat> and um, another question about the VIP thing. Does that get you any extra things with the con? Or Yeah, the VIP admission gives you a couple things. One is, obviously, admission to the VIP party, which is really the... The, the nicest part of the of the VIP admission, but it also gets you um, your selection of VIP uh, or uh, Scaricon uh, collectible merchandise. It gets you front of the line privileges at celebrity autograph tables. It gets you front of the theater or front of the room seating okay. for panel discussions and film screenings. Plus, you get to the front of the line for entrance into the uh, hall each morning of the show. Okay, so for me, it would be the front of the line for the films would be like the number one thing for me and stuff like that. And then the merch, which is cool. Yeah. Just, I'm, so oh, it's, it, it's, it's a nice, and, and again, that party is, is really, oh, yeah, yeah. It, can't, it can't be, it can't definitely be understated right. or it can't be overstated. It's really a, a great time. Definitely. that. Definitely. that. And I was, just, I was just wondering, cause like I said, it's the first year I did the VIP. So I was wondering what else comes with it. And the party alone is worth it. In my opinion, as you were telling me it, all the stuff, rubbing elbows with the celebrities, having a couple of drinks with people like that, and just having a good time, some laughs, which is good. That's <laughs> really good. Good for networking, too. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Uh, I know a lot of filmmakers that make a lot of contacts at Scaricon. Uh, they meet other people. They meet actors. They meet actresses. They meet writers, producers. Um, they meet people that can help them with their projects. So there is a really large networking component at the event as well. I'll definitely be looking forward to that, to get some of these awesome people on this podcast to help network or promote their movies and, you know, talk some horror. And no better way to do it when you have the backdrop of all the horror stuff going on there. Um, and I know a lot of actors and actresses, you know, celebrity guests that have connected with filmmakers and podcasters become guests on the show, on shows, um, ended up acting in movies from some of the independent filmmakers. Uh, you know, this, there's business being done uh, at Scaricon as well as a lot of fun. Yeah, which is, it's great. It's a great, great thing, and I feel like it's a great opportunity for everybody. Not, you know, as far, I'm just speaking as far as, like, podcasters, filmmakers, directors, etc. It's a good place to just, you know, talk to people, hand out some business cards, and just make a good connection with people and see where it goes from there, and you never know. So, I would recommend that anyone who is 
considering going. Um, there are some a few hotel rooms left in the show hotel, but there's not many that you uh, you know you go to the website scaricon.com, click on the hotel tab, make your reservation there. Also, um, the discounted online admission will be ending very very soon. So if you want to save a few bucks on admission. Do that online as well. Do it really, really mm -hmm. soon. In fact, if you do it this weekend, you're guaranteed not to lose that discount. Um, the tickets will be available at the door, and we have a lot of people that come and are walk-ins and buy at the door, uh, which is fine too. Uh, the whole event is family friendly. Friendly. I know a lot of people think when you know you start talking about horror, you start talking about scary for kids. It's really not. Everybody uh, who's there understands that kids, uh, you know, have a threshold which you don't want to cr cross when it comes to the the scary stuff. And everybody's very very respectful of that. Uh, plus, there will be a children's costume contest on the Sunday of the event. That would be the twentieth in the afternoon. That information is. On the website as well. See, that's that's real cool. And again, people do do the their cosplays here are freaking amazing. But as you're saying with the kids, it is very kid friendly. Like as far as people will be dressed up, but nobody's like in your face jumping unless you want them to, or unless you ask them for a picture or whatever. They're not gonna be in your face bothering you like some places. It won't be like a haunted house, so to speak. I'll say that. Everyone yeah, and that's for... and that's what a lot of people confuse it. If they haven't been to Scaricon or haven't been to an event like this, they confuse it for like a haunted house thing, and that's not what it is. Not anything close to that. No, so much better, so much better, so much. It's so much. It's just so much fun. I love this freaking con. Probably one of my favorite cons I've been to, and I, I, I got to keep coming back every single year. I'm gonna try to hit both of them every single year. <laughs> Well, we appreciate you he hearing that, especially from somebody who's been to a bunch of them and has seen others in action, too. Um, you know, we don't want to, uh, we love getting bigger, but we don't want to become so big that uh, we lose sight of what we're trying to accomplish. Very understandable. Now, my question, I have another question for you, and I've brought this question up to you quite a few times. I think every single time you come on the podcast, are we ever going to get a scare con in Albany? <laughs> You have asked me that several times, and you know I've had I've had um, other people ask me that same question, and um, I think Albany would be a great place for a Scaricon, and I think that I mean my my problem had been in the past that um, our Turning Stone show was close enough to Albany that it made it difficult to consider doing another show um, there, uh, and then when we were in Springfield, Massachusetts, that too is very close to Albany, so I kind of figured we. We had it covered between Turning Stone and, and Springfield. Now, mm -hmm. the Springfield show has moved east, so, and it's so it's an hour further away from Albany. And the Turning Stone ha show has moved west, so it's an hour and a half, actually more like two hours, uh, further away from Albany. So that may create an opportunity uh, for us to start thinking about this. Well, you just let me know, because I would love to be a part of that, because that's right <laughs> that's my stomping ground so i would love to be a part of that if there's any way i can help promote it or anything i definitely would well thanks thanks for your help you've been you've been a big help all these years already so i i, I know you're true to your word so thank you oh anytime this is this is like a passion slash pleasure of mine to do this kind of stuff i <laughs> it's it's so fun just because it's horror related it's so fun i don't mind sharing stuff i don't mind doing videos whatever it is to help promote things it's I have a great time doing it, so why not? Cool. Well, we only have, what, uh, today's, we've got uh, 20 days? 20 days, and we're going to be doing it, and doing it big time, <laughs> right in Rochester, New York. Oh, I, I cannot freaking wait. And I know, now, what time is, like, the vendor set up? What time does that start? 
the vendor setup. As far, yeah, as far as you know, like us coming in to set up. Oh yeah, yeah. Friday. So, um, so vendors or anybody who's got a table, that kind of thing, uh, that'll start Friday morning at. Uh, I'm I'm thinking it's going to be eight o'clock. I haven't confirmed it with the decorator yet. The person bringing, you know, the company that's bringing in the pipe and drape and tables and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, it's eight o'clock and it'll run up until four p.m. Okay. Okay. That's on Friday, then the, then the show opens up after that. Not not bad at all. Not bad at all. And then. I guess before we wrap it up, you want to just give them the show times for Friday through Sunday? Yeah, so the show will be open um, from 5 to 9 Friday, and then uh, 5 to 10 Friday, and then 10 o'clock is the VIP party Friday night. And then on Saturday, it'll be 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., and then we have our uh, big party. I think that's scheduled for 9 o'clock Saturday night. And then uh, Sunday, it'll be 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., and then everybody sadly wraps up and, and heads home and waits for the next one. Very, very, yes. Oh, okay, one last question. Is there going to be tattoo artists there this year, or do you know? I do know that we've got some tattoo artists there, yep. Perfect, okay, good, good, because I do want to get a horror tattoo or two this year, so. Perfect. That's that's my plan, me, my wife, and my brother. Oh, nice. So, yeah, that's the plan this year, so VIP and tattoos, but tattoos will probably come Saturday, because... I'm drinking. I don't want to be bumping into anything. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get obliterated, but you know, I'm going to have a nice buzz. You don't want to worry about it, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to worry about it. Exactly. But hey, JV, thank you again for coming on. I greatly appreciate it. If there's anything you want to say or plug, go right ahead. Last thing I'll say is it, all this information is on the website at scaracon.com. There are no dashes. There's just scaracon.com. Also, if you Google it, I'm sure you'd find it that way. Yes, very true. Check out Scarecon on Facebook. Go to Scarecon.com, like he said. Keep following the page. There's some great stuff going. If you've never been to a con before and if you can afford to go to this con, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Have a great time. Bring the family out. It's family-friendly. Bring some friends. And just go there and have a good time. And come to the Horror Resource 30 podcast table. If you want to sit down and record for a few minutes, more than welcome to. Thanks for listening. As always, I'll see you in your nightmare.